0: Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful I Am Colored. My name is Evelyn, and I'm the author of the book Beautiful I Am Colored, as well as the creator of this podcast. As always, thank you so much for joining me again this week to hear more insights and perspectives that I've gained um, from my week. This week is different than the other weeks. I feel a heavy pull this week, and I'm not sure who today's message is for, but it literally today is Thursday um, because I typically record a few days before I um, post so that I can have enough time to edit. And literally yesterday while I was on um, a road trip, everything downloaded to me um, to talk about for today. Um, So stay tuned for that in just a moment. Um, Today's topic, resisting and aborting purpose. I'll be right back. Okay, so before I get into today's topic, um, you know, I always like to start out with a segment I call shout outs and thank yous, And that's just a moment where I give a person, place, thing, or idea um, a shout out and share why that was a blessing to me during the course of my week. So this week's shout out and thank you goes to, uh, and I was looking down at my notes here, uh, choice and accepting of change. So, I will give you an example as always. So, this week has been some kind of week, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's not been horrible, but I definitely had a few days there where I was definitely battling negative thoughts, like for like probably two or three days, you know, just really having to like reframe, refocus multiple times. And so, That was really hard so this particular day i was running an errand and i wanted there's a tea that i like at a coffee shop and so i was at the drive-through there was someone in front of me but i could tell like they were really struggling when i say struggling i mean there were no other cars in front of this person and the car was just kind of like sitting between the drive-up window and the um the intercom area and you know, I was already kind of frustrated. So I was like, what is this person doing? Like, do you not see you can go ahead and go up? And so the person finally goes up. I place my order, but I'm laughing because something funny happened. I mean, to me, it wasn't funny as in ha ha funny, but just the irony of it just made me laugh out loud. And so I apologized to the person taking my order. I was like, I'm so sorry for laughing, you know? And then even the... um the person who took my order was like yeah we're having a day today and i was like okay no i'm not finished at the tone for my day like this i know that i have the power to change the trajectory of my day so like what can i do so um so while i'm doing that placing my order and making my way up i see the same car in front of me now at the checkout window really struggling, like dropping the money on the ground, opening up the car door because the person needed to pick up the money. And I overheard, because our windows were down, I overheard the person say that um, something to the effect of um, this day couldn't get any worse or something something negative, basically. And so when I said that, I was like, man, I've been feeling kind of irritated um, today, too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not going to fall into that trap what we're going to do is change this. So I, I made up in my mind right there. And this is not the first time I did something like this. I like to do random acts of kindness, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay for the person behind me because we have to change the trajectory of this day. And the way that you can do that is by countering with a different action. And so I got up to the window and you know, I was still smiling and the, uh, the person who took my order was kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on with that person. I was like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. You know, we all have days and um, I'm going to pay for mine. And I also want to pay for whatever the person, you know, ordered behind me. We're going to change this day and we're going to make somebody's day by blessing them today. And just that little act, like it really shifted like my day. It shifted how I was thinking and reframed it. And I started to feel good because I was feeling so like, kind of low to be honest. And frankly, I really didn't have a reason to be low. Like I was waiting to hear back um, on a job I had applied for and it was taking a little bit longer. And by long, I mean two business days, which is not long at all, but you know, you want to know. And so anyhow, um, that made my day. And so um, I'm just incredibly grateful that I realized that I have the power to change things. And if there's something in my power to change, then I can make a decision and a choice um, to be a positive impact on myself as well as others. Um, and so, but it does take that awareness and knowing of self in order to do that. So I'm so thankful, um, that I had the opportunity to bless someone this week in the coffee line. Anyhow, um, today's video might be a little bit longer. Um, video podcast might be a little bit longer than normal, um, because so much, uh, got downloaded to me yesterday, but I'm going to work through it. Um, so we're going to dive right into our topic. Next. Okay, so today's topic again resisting and aborting purpose. Um, I kind of uh, yesterday, you know, when the topic came to me. Anytime I feel that overwhelmed, I know that there's someone out there who who needs me to channel a message. And so um, because I am very intentional and as you know, if you've been listening to me for the past several months um, on the podcast um, and now for the past several weeks on YouTube, um, then you know how important it is for me to be intentional about everything I do. And so because this is such, I feel such a heavy weight on this topic for some reason, um, I want to start in just grounding um, this particular message in prayer, um, which will not be new to uh, listeners um, who have been listening to me uh, since February, but it may be new to you too. But I just want to lift up a quick prayer. Um, Honestly, it's for selfish reasons for myself, just to make sure um, that I say all the things that I need to say to get the message out. So God, I just thank you for trusting me with this message for the week. I pray and believe that whomever needs to hear it, hears it in the time that they need to, um, that they have ears to hear what I'm saying behind the words, and that you will give me the insight that I need to deliver it in a way that translates no matter the background of the person it is intended for. Amen. Okay, so resisting purpose. So y'all know I like to talk really about myself as an example. And I will tell you that I definitely think there have been times throughout the course of my life where I have resisted purpose. Um, I think probably what I'm doing right now in terms of this podcasting probably probably maybe is one of the single most purposed things that I've done in my life thus far um just because I have a clear understanding of of what the intent is um and so with that being said I wanted to share with you why sometimes I have been resistant in a specific um area to purpose um so for me it's inspiring others it's you know I will I like to bring hope I like to for people to know that you can make it, you can do it. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world, but at the end of the day, there are so many people who have overcome amazing challenges and you're no different. And so you can too. And so to me, I know that that is part of my purpose of my spirit um, that is here. And I think in the past, I've been resistant to trying to figure out how to deliver it, or how to walk in purpose. One, because I grew up um, Christian, to be honest with you. And while I've gained a lot from being a Christian um, in the past, I will also say that it does present the opportunity for you to be boxed in. So what do I mean by that? So for example, like you guys know that I used to go to church a whole lot. I no longer go to church um, anymore and maybe that's another topic (laughs) for another video um but there are certain honestly rules even if you are in a non-denominational christian environment there are certain rules spoken and unspoken that exist within this church so i really never felt like whatever was in me that the church was the place for it um and honestly, I know that I'm no different than a lot of other people who think that same way. You know, the church is just not the place for your particular message. Um, my message is a bit more broader. I'm also tapped into other things, not just Christianity that helped me, um, including, you know, like academics and science and things like that. And the relig- the church didn't allow for me to to present, I don't think, in a way, nor did it train me, really. Um, to present in a way that is translatable across multiple backgrounds and multiple different types of people um, who may be non-Christian and not necessarily, excuse me, necessarily aligned with my faith and doctrine. With that being said, um, so I think there was a lot of hesitancy associated with, you know, when I hear the still small voice, you guys know I call it my first mind, Um, Some people call it the Holy Spirit. Um, But when I would hear things, I would doubt it a lot. Like I would know I heard it when I heard something like it'll just be just so quiet, you know, to tell you like, you know, don't go left, go right kind of thing. And because I didn't have confirmation from someone else. Um, And typically like from somebody in the church or from a parent or from someone who I looked up to, then I would shrink away and shrink back from doing what I thought I heard. And so a moment on, on listening to the still small voice. What I found so far in life is that when the still small voice tells you something, the message is for you. And a lot of times we do look for co-signers and we want to tap, how can I say this? And we want to get advice from other trusted people. And I think there are scenarios where you need to do that. But the truth of the matter is, is that it came to you. You are the one who heard the message. You are the one who received, you know, you know it wasn't like you and your logical brain. It came from somewhere. And yet, in my particular case, like I resisted it. I resisted for a long time. Like even like the writing of my book, for example, right? Like one, it was very difficult to write because there's a lot of traumatic things that I talk about in it. But then two, a lot of it was just like, man, who's going to read my book? You know, who, who's going to buy a book for me? You know, so just second guessing things when the truth of the matter is that I already had heard that I should write a book. Yes, my grandmother, and if you read my book um, or have listened to me read my book aloud on the podcast months ago, um, then you know my grandmother um, was very influential in encouraging me um, to write the book. But I said all that to say a lot of times, you know, fear grips us and holds us back. And so therefore we sit on our gifts and our talents. And I'm gonna warn y'all right now because I can just feel myself um, getting worked up a little bit. So this might be a teary one. But um, what I need to say to you is that it is so very important right now because there is only one you. There is only one you made up of all the cells. And I think I even have a a, a phrasing or two, a sentence or two in my book about this. There is only one you. You are purposed for very specific and unique assignment. And so my question to you would be, if you don't do it, then who is here on this earth to do that? Who is here on this earth to do a beautiful lime color when the beautiful lime color came to me that was entrusted to me? And so I have to walk in it. And an- another thing is a lot of times when we resist purpose, like we fill a pull, and like we don't really know all of the details associated with what that work will particularly look like. And that's different, I realize for all of us, but fear sometimes can make you become stagnant to the point where you start something and then it gets a little bit difficult and then you put it on the shelf for whatever amount of time and you don't look at it again. Or you take it back down and then you get discouraged or life happens and you just stop. I don't know why right now, because I, I do hear things and you can just go with me or not, but I do hear things and I'm telling you there is something in this season right now to where if you know you heard the still small voice tell you to do something, like you know you you weren't thinking, you weren't conjuring it up, you weren't researching, you weren't anything, something just came to you, then it is in your very best interest to go ahead and follow through with whatever came to you. Don't question and don't think about the resources and all of that. Don't think about it. Okay, I don't wanna get preachy. When you hear instruction and the still small voice tells you to do something, oftentimes the the activating component to being able to see more is taking a step. What do I mean by that? Okay, I'm going to use myself again. So y'all know I wrote the book, Beautiful Arm Colored. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing, okay? I just heard, right, go ahead, it's time to write the book. And so when I started being intentional and consistent in writing and writing and writing, different the different things were illuminated. It's kind of like taking a path and I think I've said this before on the podcast, but it's kind of like taking a path in a very dark room. The steps are only illuminated the next step when you take an action, like a, a motion forward or a motion to the left or right to see whatever that next thing is. And so purpose is a lot like that. And so how can I say, if you if you heard, heard the still small voice, and it told you whatever. For me, it was one of the things was write my book. I took that step and then I would meet a person. I took that step and then I would come across a video that was the very thing that I needed. I took a step. Oh wow, this piece of equipment is actually 50% off. Oh wow, we actually already had that in the house to use. So you see where I'm going with this the bottom line is you have to take the action and you have to follow through because it came to you. I cannot stress this enough. It came to you. So you have to be the one to deliver on it. Because if you don't, then we're looking at potentially an aborted purpose. And I don't know why that specific of a word came to me, But what I do know is that aborting things means that we kill them off, right? We stop it. Um, And I don't know the answer to this, but I'm wondering, and this is more rhetorical, I'm wondering if you heard something. You heard this still small voice lead you and say, you know, you need to do this or you need to do that. Um, And it could be a small task or it could be a, ginormous task that you don't even know how in the world it's going to even happen. If you don't do it, does it actually get done? Does somebody pick up that purpose? I don't know. Okay, That's not for me to figure out. And that's not what was downloaded to me this week. The most important point this week is that if I am talking to you and you have been resisting purpose, you have been resisting the next step, you must, you must take the action step because there are so many people waiting. You know, it's interesting because on, um, I've noticed on YouTube, there's a lot more people coming on talking about being chosen and, you know, and they have a very strong message and I will include myself in that. And so it's a lot of people waking up to that point. Um, And so your audience is there. It may not be this particular method of delivery. It may be a nonprofit. It may be running for a political office. It may be whatever, going back to school. I don't know what that is for you, but what I am here to tell you is that you should do it. I'm encouraging you, not telling you, I'm encouraging you. Just do it. Take the step, take the step. And then write me and let me know what the step is, because I kind of want to know, because this was just too heavy on me for this week for me to let this go. Write me, beautiful.iamcolored at gmail.com. I want to hear about it, because I just think it's so important. I know that when I come across some person that has a message, and it's like right there, I've been in tears before watching an old video, but it spoke to me. It was for me. And so it's up to you to be that person for somebody else as well. Um, and so that's the first part. So this next part I wanna talk about and touch on briefly is when you know your purposed. when you know like you've heard the still small voice, essentially um, you're you feel like you've been chosen, okay? And I'm saying this to, for myself, like I actually, I actually know that I've been chosen to do a very specific work. And so one of the things that has been critical for me in order to be able to hear more and to be able to, um, how can I say this? Have more insight has been to weed out, um, the things that block your channel. And by channel, it's just a pathway for you to hear. Um, And so, for example, being quiet, right? Like, I like to sit in silence whenever I get the chance, to be honest with you, Um, because in silence, you're left with, you know, self, and you can hear a lot more clearly. Um, Another way to do that is to um, like going a fast and a fast and I'm not trying to be churchy or nothing like that, but I'm just saying a fast is been known scientifically to be really good for you. So um, those of you who have been listening to me know that I have been fasting um, from alcohol or was fasting from alcohol. Um, definitely cutting back um, drastically from, from my normal consumption. And when I did that, it's one of those things I was talking to my brother and sharing with him about like how I was feeling. And it's one of those things that you don't know you're in a fog until you come out of a fog, you know? And so that may be something to consider, you know, for you or even, um, you know, smoking. So in Colorado, um, many of you know that marijuana is legal. So a lot of people do it and there's a Myriad of ways that you can do it. But what I do want to say about that is maybe thinking through why we're consuming and feel the need to be numbed to life. And what I can say about myself is sometimes it's sure it was just for social or just for enjoyment. But if I really were to pull apart the root cause of the why for certain actions, or behaviors, um, is really to get to a numbing effect. And that numbing can come in a host of ways. It could be watching, you know, I'm not just talking about watching a show for enjoyment. Of course, I watch shows for enjoyment. But I'm saying, like, hours upon hours upon hours of watching something that's not feeding you mentally, spiritually, um, physically even, um, and dedicating that you know so think about what you can do to be a conduit for the message to come through you in a clearer in a clearer um, and more consistent way another one for me um is working out like i lo- i'm one of those people that loves cardio i'm not a small person y'all know that by now so i'm not a small person but i do love cardio and i just always feel very good after I've had a really good sweat, plus sweat, you know, sweats have those toxins. And so in this little short segment um, part, I just want you to consider what things may need to be cut off or cut back so that you can hear what you need to hear if you believe that you've been chosen a purpose for a specific thing. And then finally... Um, as you all know, I like to leave you with an encouraging word um, every week. And this week, um, I just want to encourage you to stop resisting purpose. Just stop. Just instead of stopping resi- instead of resisting it, which is very hard to do, um, especially if you have a, a, a very big pool on your life. Um, instead of doing that, lean into purpose. You know, take that action step I was talking about earlier. Do something that's targeted towards the illumination of the next step so that you can honestly feel like how I feel. I was, and I'm going to share this quick little testimonial here and then I'm going to close out. But earlier this week, I had the privilege and honor of sitting with, um, a newfound friend in my community. And we were just talking about grandmothers. And I actually like cried with her. I didn't anticipate crying with her, um, but I did. And I ended up talking about Beautiful I'm Colored. And I got overwhelmed because I I was sitting there so thankful because for like maybe the first time I know that I'm walking in purpose and that makes my heart so full and here's the encouraging piece too at this time there's not a dollar amount attached to what I do every week at all and that's not the overarching goal at all either but oh my god the satisfying feeling that I feel and peace within myself to know that I've done what I heard. I followed through with it. I'm being consistent in it. I'm just so grateful and honored. And I desire for you who are listening to me to walk in your purpose so that you can have that peace as well um, as we navigate all of the changes um, that we're facing in our country and our world. Okay, I think. That is all that I have within me to share um, for this week. As always, it has been such an honor um, to come before you. I pray that this message translated and got to the person that it needed to get to. Um, In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, of course, um, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Um, And as always, I want you to remember... The future you and others is waiting on you. Until next time, beautiful. Have a great week, everyone.